as God intended. Let's go. Pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Dr. Artis, and thank you so much for listening. Remember to tell all your freedom friends they can join us live on the America Out Loud talk radio networks. And they can also join us on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, whatever you need to listen to at your leisure. Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all of the wonderful AOL sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. All right, everybody. I'm excited for this show. I hope uh, you guys are doing well. I hope you had a great weekend. hope you uh, had some relaxation. Some healing, recovery, relaxation. All right, here we go. I'm going to actually do an entire presentation over something that is considered to be, by our state government, something everybody should know about. They actually call February of 2024, they call it STD and Sexual Health Awareness Month. All right, so I cannot wait to go through this presentation with you because if the CDC is so adamant that you should know everything you can about STDs and sexual health. I figured, why don't you, why don't you get the full story? So whatever they're going to tell you, you can look that up on mainstream media. You can look on CNN, you can look on CNN health. You can look on healthline.com. You can look on Fox news, Bloomberg. It doesn't matter if you want to know what it is they're telling you. They want you to know about these STDs and sexual health month. All you got to do is go look at their media. I am not going to get into that. I'm going to actually teach you everything that you need to know about the statistics, about how many people in the world are affected by STDs, what those various STDs are, and then I'm going to educate you on uh, what you need to know about each and every most common drug being prescribed medically and prescribed and filled by pharmacies for STDs worldwide, and particularly in America, where I'm doing this show, I'm going to teach you what all the published side effects of those shots are. So you understand, uh, you probably want to not try those, but we'll go through those. And then also, I'm going to give you all of the antidotes, as many as I can throw at you in this hour, of all the antidotes for specific STDs and what they know from research studies. And I believe it will shock you what I'm going to share with you. All right, so I'm looking forward for this. All right, so this month is, like I mentioned, STD Prevention and Sexual Health Awareness Month. All right, so February 12th, 2024, is actually called Sexual and Reproductive Health Awareness Day. And uh, you can look that up anywhere online. It's pretty funny. But on drugs.com is where I found this statement. Now, I want to, uh, or advertisement. So I want to take you through what's the scope of the problem. There are two definitions. You have what are called STDs. They're called sexually transmitted diseases. And then they will often, often reference something called STIs, which stands for sexually transmitted infections. Okay. So you have an infection and sometimes those infections don't cause diseases, obviously. And then they want you to believe that some of those cause diseases. All right. So STIs, they say, have a profound impact on sexual and reproductive health worldwide. This is directly out of the World Health Organization's summary 
on sexually transmitted infections. More than 1 million STIs are acquired every day is their very first statement in their very first paragraph. More than 1 million sexually transmitted infections are acquired every day by humans around the world. In 2020, they said, the World Health Organization estimated that there were 374 million new infections with one of these four STIs, sexually transmitted infections. So the World Health Organization, in the first year of the pandemic, 2020, estimated there were 374 million new infections. And one of the, with one of the four different STIs, 374 million new infections. <laughs> that seems absurd. That's more than there are people in the United States. All right. So this is what the World Health Organization wants you to know. That chlamydia represents 129 million new infections in 2020. That's 129 million people. What were people doing during lockdown? Everybody having sex with each other? It's amazing. Everybody's locked down and there was more sex than ever, it looks like, because there was more STIs than ever being transmitted, it appears. All right, gonorrhea affected 82 million. Syphilis, 7.1 million. Trichomoniasis, which is a parasite, 156 million. They state more than 490 million people were estimated to be living with genital herpes also in 2016, the year Donald Trump won the election, supposedly. And an estimated 300 million women have an human papilloma virus infection, the primary cause of cervical cancer and anal cancer among men who have sex with men, period. An estimated 296 million people are living with chronic hepatitis B globally, which is another STD or STI. All right, so sexually transmitted infections that they're talking about. Most commonly, in the year 2020, there was 129 million new chlamydia patients, 82 million new gonorrhea infected patients, 7.1 million syphilis patients, and 156 million trichomoniasis parasite infections. There's also 490 million living with genital herpes in 2016, and an estimated 300 million women have an HPV infection. An estimated 296 million people have chronic hepatitis B. That's a lot of millions. Now, they continue that sexually transmitted infections can have serious consequences just beyond the infection itself, and they have four bullet points, and I'm going to tell you what they want you to know about STIs. Sexually transmitted infections like herpes, gonorrhea, and syphilis can increase the risk, they say, of HIV acquisition. Number two bullet point, mother-to-child transmission of STIs can result in stillbirth. Neo okay, this is mother-to-child transmission of a sexually transmitted infection can result in stillbirth, neonatal death, that means dying after birth. Uh, or at birth, low birth weight and prematurity, sepsis and infection in the baby, neonatal conjunctivitis, and that's pink eye in the eyes of the baby, and congenital deformities, no legs or arms maybe, or 20 toes and fingers. I guess that's the right number. So let's say 15 fingers and 15 toes, which isn't normal. And then the fourth, third bullet point is HPV infection causes cervical and other cancers. False but that's what they want you to know. Bullet point number four, hepatitis B resulted in an estimated 820,000 deaths in 2019. Almost a million people died from hepatitis B. You know what's amazing about that? Do you know every baby in the world is vaccinated for hepatitis B at birth? Why is there so many people dying? Mostly, they say, from complications of cirrhosis of the liver and liver cancer. 
Sexually transmitted infections such as gonorrhea and chlamydia are major causes of pelvic inflammatory disease and infertility in women, they continue. Sexual and Reproductive Health Awareness Day is held on is held annually on February 12th to educate on sexual health issues and reduce the spread of sexually transmitted infections, they say. What are the signs and symptoms of an STD? You might wonder if you don't have one. You may have one or, one or more of the following depending on your sexually transmitted disease. You could have blisters or warts or sores or a rash on your skin that might be painful. You might have discharge that comes from your penis, vagina, or anus that may, that may have a foul smell. Or you may have fever, muscle pain, or swollen lymph nodes in the groin, inflammation and itching. Or you might have pelvic or abdominal pain or pain during sex or when urinating. You could have a sore throat, mouth ulcers, or trouble swallowing. Also, you could have vaginal bleeding or spotting after sex. What increases my risk for an STD, you might wonder? Unprotected sex, number one, they list. I would say probably having sex would be the risk factor number one. It's like it's like asking somebody, what, what increases your risk of dying in a car wreck? Um, getting in a car would be number one. All right, what increases my risk for STD? They say unprotected sex. Number two, being a female. I'm sorry, ladies, or just STDs and STIs discriminate against females, I guess, like so many other men in this world. I'm sorry, other infections. <laughs> All right, third bullet point is what increases my risk for STD, alcohol or illegal drug use? Number four, more than one sex partner. Number five, not being vaccinated against certain STIs. That's fraudulent. Number six, a weak immune system. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Number seven, open sores or cuts such as body piercings make it more easily for you to contract an STI, sexually transmitted infection. How is an STD treated? Well, it says here treatment depends on the STD you have. Some antibiotics may be given for a bacterial infection like gonorrhea. Antivirals might be given for a viral infection like remdesivir. Antifungals may be given for a fungal infection such as a yeast infection. E, early treatment may decrease the risk for certain cancers. Early treatment can also help prevent infertility. All right. Here's a list they have of different treatment options for various STDs. Number one is a prescription drug called Truvada. Number two is a drug called Bictarvy. B-I-K-T-A-R-V-Y. Number three is a drug called Discovy, D-E-S-C-O-V-Y. The fourth is a drug called Atripla, A-Tripla, A-T-R-I-P-L-A, like a triple. And then the fifth one is CFO, C-E-F-O, CFO, Taxime, T-A-X-I-M-E. All right, now I'm going to switch a little bit here off of those drugs, and I will go in further into those drugs because I want you to see these. However, did you know, just like my mother-in-law, who's in her 90s, lives in an assisted living home, did you know that STDs are skyrocketing in nursing and assisted living home and independent living homes where seniors live? And just so you know, the stories I hear in the banquet hall when I go there and have lunch and dinner or activities or parties at these assisted living places, do you know I hear that the gossip going around the facilities are all the people sleeping with each other? And these people are in, they're all senior citizens. And this has been going on for 12 years I'm aware of. For as long as I've known, my father-in-law and mother-in-law moved into uh, independent living. And now my mother-in-law, after her husband died, they now live in a, she lives in assisted living. It never has changed. Uh, these individuals and seniors still have a very active sex life. It's like a soap opera in these facilities. It's pretty awesome, I think. All right, so health grades. Um, there's a 
website called healthgrades.com. And there's an article from February 6th, 2021, written by William C. Lloyd, an MD. Or sorry, it was reviewed by a medical doctor named Dr. Lloyd. And it was written by Elizabeth Haynes, who's a registered nurse. The title of her article is What Seniors Need to Know About Sexually Transmitted Diseases. According to the United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, rates of the three most serious STDs, which are chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis, all have risen in the senior population over the past five years. This is 2021. In the chapter or in the part of this article, which has a title on it called The Rise of STDs Among Seniors, they write, experts speculate that STD rates may be rising within the over 65 age group for a number of reasons. The availability of medications to treat erectile dysfunction in men and vaginal dryness in women may keep people sexually active longer than in past decades, which increases the chance of acquiring an STI, sexually transmitted infection. So they're blaming the rise on sexually transmitted diseases in seniors on the fact that drugs in the last 50 years to treat erectile dysfunction in men and to reverse supposedly vaginal dryness in women are keeping people sexually active longer in their older years, which is increasing the chances of STIs. Well, just so you know, what I'm about to tell you guys in this radio show, anybody at any age can have any sex they want with as many partners as they want if that's your damn thing. And you don't have to worry about getting any of these damn infections. I don't care what drug you're on to have an erection for four hours or vaginal dryness. Uh, just, you know, let me speak to this real quick. Uh, the, these men that are having erectile dysfunction issues, it's because they're manipulating your cholesterol levels with statin drugs. And they're putting you on high blood pressure drugs that lower blood circulation into the penis. So cholesterol is required in your body to make testosterone, which drives sex drive and helps you maintain an erection. The heart pumps blood into the muscle of your penis to make it erect and hold the erection. If the heart's weak or you have low blood pressure, you cannot get it up. So when they say here that they're drugs that help in reverse erectile dysfunction and reverse vaginal dryness are to blame for STDs. <laughs> you wouldn't need those drugs if you stopped the damn statins and the high blood pressure drugs. And if we started eating more fat in our diet to raise our cholesterol levels to get our testosterone up, then you wouldn't have this issue in the first place. You wouldn't need erectile dysfunction drugs to now blame for STDs. It isn't the drugs that are allowing people to have STDs. I'm about to teach you it's mineral and vitamin deficiencies that cause it, but I'm going to teach you about that. They continue in this article, older adults also may see no need for birth control, so they forego condom usage. Yeah, that might be true, without considering how barrier protection might spare them from getting an STD. All right, well, just so you know, there's a lot of touching of body parts without a condom, so this isn't going to save you from STDs. But I could see how... They could make that claim that because these older men and women aren't fertile anymore, they might not need a condom. Well, condoms aren't a protector against STDs. In fact, they write in these articles, condoms do not prevent you from getting STDs. So why they would say that is ridiculous. All right. So continuing on this, over the past five years, they state that data regarding men and women over age 65 show that chlamydia cases nearly doubled from 6,801 infections reported in 2013 to 13,000 in 2017. Gonorrhea cases almost tripled in the same time period from 2012 to 2017, from 4,000 to 12,900. Syphilis cases more than doubled, rising from 912 to 1,900. All right, here's the symptoms you all need to know about. Seniors, chlamydia, the symptoms of chlamydia in case this happens to you or a loved one. 
burning sensation when urinating, discharge from the penis or vagina. In men, pain or burning around the urethral opening or pain or swelling in one or both testicles. In women, they may have pain during intercourse. That is for chlamydia. Chlamydia continued, burning sensation when urinating, discharge from the penis or vagina. In men, pain or burning around the urethra opening. In women, pain during intercourse. Now let's go to syphilis. Syphilis is a sore in the general genital area, mouth or lips that heals within three to 12 weeks. Syphilis, occasionally a swollen lymph node near the site of the sore. Syphilis, fever, loss of appetite, nausea, and fatigue beginning within 12 weeks of the sore's appearance. Non-itchy skin rash on hands or feet. What seniors should know about preventing STDs. This will be the last minute of this episode, but I want to do gonorrhea first. Gonorrhea produces mild symptoms or none at all early on. In men, they'll have pain with urination or discharge from the penis. In women, pain with urination or discharge from the vagina, spotting or bleeding also is possible. All right, so what you should know about preventing STDs. They say avoid engaging in sexual relations with multiple partners. Have, have a frank discussion with your doctor or gynecologist about your plans of who you're going to have sex with, which is weird as heck to me. Don't do that. Know that both men and women can get an STD th through oral sex too. Learn the proper way to use a condom. And then it says here, understand that condoms do not protect you from herpes or human papillomavirus or genital warts. And a condom does not provide 100% protection against other STDs either. So why in the world are they even bringing condoms up if it doesn't give you a protection? So silly. So weird in my opinion. All right, remember, this is the Looking for Healing radio show. Tune in every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. We'll be right back after these messages. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing. 
go to www.energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, uh, let's continue here. Uh, we're into talking about Sexual Health Awareness Month, STDs, that the CDC wants everybody to know about. And now I'm going to actually get into what are the most common five drugs being prescribed for STDs around the country. Now, there are multiple antibiotics that they use for bacterial STDs. There's always antifungal ones. Like, for example, if a woman has a vaginal yeast infection and a man has sex with her, Yes, that guy can develop a jock rash and a jock itch, and that will be candida also, yeast. Yeast can transfer from the female to the male. It doesn't have to be on the skin. It can be through the semen. It can be through the vaginal oils or fluids. It can be from your kissing. It can be from touching the skin or sweating. Uh, if you have a lot of yeast in your body, your body will shed it. In fact, if you don't know, the body can that yeast can be contagious. I mean, how many of you have heard about going into a locker room or into a uh, sporting arena and or going to a wrestling match barefooted? Or going into a shower in a locker room barefooted. What's the threat? That somebody went in there and took a shower and had yeast on their body. And now it's on the floor and you went in there and stepped on it and you got it into your feet. Which was one of the John Madden medical drugs prescribed into the media in commercials for decades called Tenactin. You were told tough actin Tenactin, right? If you'll spray this on your feet because you got fungus on your feet. Um, taking a shower somewhere. You got athlete's foot. That's a fungus. You got toenail fungus. It's a fungus. It's yeast. So anyway, this is what you're told. So it, it's passed from one person to the next. All right. So there are antiviral drugs. I want to highlight some of these because in my opinion, they're some of the worst ones on the market. All right. So most commonly used antivirals. I mentioned them in the previous segment. I want to make sure we reiterate them here. Five most common antiviral STD drugs. Truvada. Bictarvi, Descovi, Aetripla, Sifotaximi. All right, so what is Truvada? Truvada is an antiviral combination medicine that is used together with other HIV medications in adults and children to treat HIV. HIV, of course, is another supposedly sexually transmitted virus. HIV can cause, it says here, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome called AIDS. Truvada, they say, is not a cure for HIV or AIDS, but I do want this world to know. Truvada is the only drug I've ever heard of outside of remdesivir that is manufactured and sold by a drug company called Gilead. Everybody should avoid Gilead like the plague and any of its evil, damn, deadly drugs it creates. Truvada side effects I want to go through with you made by Gilead. These side effects, by the way, are being brought to you by Gilead, who makes the drug. All right, so it reads, get emergency medical help if you have signs of an allergic reaction to Truvada. Well, what does that look like? They say get emergency help right away. If you take Truvada for your genital warts that don't do any of this stuff to you, uh, Take this for any of your uh, symptoms that you might have, but they're not these. Here's Truvada. Here's signs to an allergic reaction to get a hold of your medical professional ASAP. If you have hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, swelling of your lips, swelling of your tongue, or swelling of your throat. Well, thanks. Not really sure. I don't know if y'all know this, but that is actually the tall tale exact definition of poisoning someone are those symptoms. Hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, lips, tongue, or throat. And that is a published side effect of Truvada made by Gilead. Truvada, as they continue, can affect your immune system even weeks or months after you have used the medication. 
tell your doctor if you have any of these signs of a new infection. Okay, well, you're taking this to prevent (laughs) and get rid of an infection you just acquired sexually. Now they're telling you the very first symptom with a bullet point for Truvada side effects is signs and symptoms of a new infection. That include these symptoms, fever, night sweats, swollen glands, cold sores, cough, wheezing, diarrhea, and weight loss. Truvada also has side effects. This is number two. It can cause you to have trouble speaking, which is why Bruce Willis just retired from Hollywood, a condition called aphasia, he says, where he can't speak anymore. Trouble speaking or swallowing. Oh, I think speaking, we probably want to continue to be able to talk to people and communicate with them. But swallowing, you're going to die if you can't swallow. So you might have trouble speaking or swallowing, they say, and problems with balance. Oh, can't imagine anything more than elderly senior citizens wanting to have more balance issues. So you have problems with balance from Truvada. Eye movement. Oh, really? You can't control your eye movements? Weakness or prickly feeling. Or they even write this, number three bullet point, swelling in your neck or throat and enlarged thyroid, they put in parentheses, which you're going to be diagnosed with a goiter or thyroid cancer, and they're going to tell you to take it out, radiate it, or be drugged with chemo. They also write menstrual changes from Truvada and impotence. Oh, thanks a lot, people. Impotence. Brought to you by Truvada. Then they continue here. There, You might also experience symptoms of a new HIV infection from Truvada. And those symptoms are fever, night sweats, tiredness, muscle or joint pain, sore throat, vomiting, diarrhea, rash, swollen glands in your neck or groin. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Or you might experience elderly senior citizens listening to this radio show. You might love hearing this. Truvada causes sudden or unusual bone pain. Who doesn't want their entire skeleton hurting? They also put in bold and highlighted that kidney problems that you will know you have because you'll have swelling, urinating less, feeling tired or shortness of breath is also caused by Truvada. Also liver problems. And you'll know this if your midsection starts to swell, your right side upper stomach pain occurs, loss of appetite, dark urine, clay colored stools, or jaundice, yellowing of the eyes or skin. Those are all side effects of Truvada. Now, those are all the medical emergency symptoms and side effects of the sexually transmitted drug Truvada. Then they give you a list after those of the most common Truvada side effects. Wow, we haven't got to those yet. All right, so the most common are headache, dizziness. Senior citizens, would you like to be more dizzy? If if someone told you you had uh, herpes and you need Truvada, herpes is a virus, this is an antiviral, you need Truvada for your herpes cold sores or for your shingles that come every once a year. You should take a drug that causes dizziness, Mary. I know you struggle with uh, dizziness and vertigo, but you should take Truvada. It causes more of it. Feeling depressed or tired are more common side effects. Sleep problems like insomnia, strange dreams, diarrhea, nausea, stomach pain, weight loss, or rash all over the body. Ask your doctor if Truvada is right for you. The next antiviral drug for STDs that they want you to know about Literally, this is what they're talking about this month in the STD Sexual Health Awareness Month for the CDC. They want you to know what drugs to prevent and treat HIV and all other STDs. So what is Bictarvi? It's time for me to educate you. Bictarvi is a drug also made by Gilead. Bictarvi is a complete HIV treatment in a once a day single tablet containing three different antiviral medications. So they took three different drugs, combined them into one, and Gilead is making you swallow it. 
So the three drugs are called Bictegravir, Emtricitabine, and Tenovifor. Bictarvi works, they say, by preventing HIV from multiplying in your body. Now, I want to stop you there. It says here, Bictarvi works by preventing HIV from multiplying in your body. Now, four years ago, I did a whole show on how selenium beats HIV by preventing it from multiplying in the body. So you do not need Bictarvi to help you prevent HIV from multiplying in the body when selenium, the mineral supplement, does the exact same thing. It's cheaper and doesn't have any of the side effects I'm about to read off to you. They also continue that Bictarvi lowers HIV blood levels. Selenium does that also, which decreases your chance, they say, of developing AIDS. Well, so does selenium. And HIV-related illnesses, such as cancer or serious infections. Well, so does selenium. Bictarvi, they continue, which is, this is a treatment for HIV. The very last statement about Bictarvi by Gilead reads, Bictarvi is not a cure for HIV. Now, I want to remind you then, what the hell are they selling it to you for? Well, the very first statement in this paragraph is, Bictarvi is a complete HIV-1 treatment in a once-a-day single tablet containing three antiviral drugs, and it works by preventing HIV from multiplying in your body. <laughs> oh, really? Selenium does it. All right. Well, if selenium does that, why do you need Bictarvi? And anybody that tells you you have this STD called HIV and you need to get Bictarvi, just know they say Bictarvi is not a cure for HIV, so why would you take it? Isn't that weird? Wouldn't that be weird if somebody came up to you and told you that your battery was out in your car and that was what was wrong with your car and why it wouldn't start and then they brought you a gas tank full of gas? Isn't that weird? If you're like, hey, man, can you help me? What's wrong with your car? Uh, my battery's dead. And that guy leaves after you tell him your battery's dead and he brings you back a gas tank full of gas for your car when you have a battery problem. Uh, this is the dumbassery side of medicine. Pharmaceuticals, research, it is very deceptive. They're full of lies. You don't need it. All right, so what are the Bictarvi side effects? They write here, get emergency medical help if you have signs of any of these allergic reactions to Bictarvi once you start taking it. If you develop hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, swelling of your lips, swelling of your tongue or throat, identical to the same damn symptoms they just told you in the other drug. Serious Bictarvi side effects include kidney problems, new or worsening kidney problems. Doesn't everybody want those when in fact STDs don't cause that? Okay, so if you contract a, a sexually transmitted infection, they don't cause kidney problems, but the drugs they're going to tell you need, let me just tell you, this is the sentence in their declare, declared statement of side effects by Gilead. Bictarvi can cause kidney problems in bold. First sentence, new or worse kidney problems, comma, including kidney failure. Ask your doctor if Bictarvi is right for you. And if kidney failure is right for you when they say you need this drug, how will you know if you're having kidney failure? Because you'll have little or no urination, they say. You'll have swelling in your feet or ankles. You will feel tired. You'll have shortness of breath. Then they say also changes in your immune system. You can expect this can happen when you start taking this drug. Your immune system may get stronger and begin to fight infections that have been hidden in your body for a long time. Tell your provider right away if you start having any new symptoms after starting your HIV medicine, such as what? They say, such as severe liver problems, and in rare cases, severe liver problems can happen that can lead to death from Bictarvi. This is on Bictarvi's info page. Tell your healthcare provider right away if you get these symptoms. In fact, I would just ask your doctor right away, do you think sudden death is okay for me? Is that why you're telling me to take Bictarvi from Gilead? And they list out severe liver problem symptoms. One, first one is skin or the white part of your eyes turns yellow. Two, you have dark 
tea-colored urine. Three, light-colored stools. Four, loss of appetite for several days or even longer. They don't tell you how long. And then number five, nausea. Six, stomach area pain. What is Descovy? Descovy is the third antiviral drug. It is not made by Gilead, but Descovy is an antiviral com combination medicine. That means it's more than one that is used together with other HIV medications in adults and children who are at least 12 years old and weigh at least 17 kilograms, 37 pounds to treat HIV in children 12 years old and older. Now, this is for children 12 years old and older and adults. And they say HIV can lead to AIDS. Well, Descovy, D-E-S-C-O-V-Y, is a drug for HIV patients treating STDs. Then they write, get emergency medical help if you see signs of an allergic reaction to Descovy that includes hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, swelling of your lips, swelling of your tongue, swelling of your throat. <laughs> okay. These are all the very first warnings of all three of these drugs so far. I think you're getting the hint. Also, they write that Des Descovy is a combination of two drugs, like I mentioned, emtricitabine and tenovifor. Now, please don't judge me for not being able to pronounce these dumbass words. They come up with names for drugs. I don't know how to pronounce them. However, the side effects they write are, number one, of Descovy, signs of a new infection that include fever, night sweats, swollen glands, cold sores, cough, wheezing, diarrhea, and weight loss. The next one is trouble speaking or swallowing. We've already heard this before. Problems with balance or eye movement, weakness or prickly feeling. Ask your doctor if Descovy's right for you. Then they write swelling in your neck or throat, enlarged thyroid, thyroid cancer, menstrual changes, and impotence. And then they say, ask your doctor... At, or call your doctor at once if you have any of these problems. Symptoms of a new HIV infection, which I already read off. Sudden or unusual bone pain, kidney problems, kidney failure, liver problems. And then any of these most common side effects, all the same of the first two drugs I just read off. Headaches, dizziness, feeling depressed or tired, sleeping issues, insomnia, diarrhea, strange dreams, nausea, stomach pain, weight loss, or rash. Are any of those better than the actual virus itself? And then here's the drug Atripla. Now, by name, Atripla, it's a triple. That means there's three drugs in it. So you're taking one pill that's actually made up of three drugs. Now, Atripla is Gilead's third one on this list. Gilead makes the third drug. And it's a combination of three drugs. All right, those three drugs are Efavirenz, Imtricitabine, and Tenovifor. They're used to treat HIV as well from reproducing in your body. Remember, I told you selenium does that. Let's look at the side effects of Atripla. All right, if you take a, a tripla, call your doctor at once if you have this emergency. Hives, difficulty breathing, swelling in your face or throat, or severe skin reactions, which include fever, sore throat, burning eyes, skin pain, and or purple skin rash with blistering and peeling skin. Oh, wow. This a tripla sounds a triply more better. Mild symptoms of lactic acidosis may worsen over time. Check this out. And this condition can be fatal, they write. I just quoted that. Mild symptoms of lactic acidosis may worsen over time, and this condition can be fatal. Okay, so now a tripla and the previous drugs by Gilead can all be deadly. Get emergency medical help if you experience any of these things. Trouble breathing, stomach pain, muscle pain, vomiting, irregular heart rate, dizziness, feeling cold or feeling very weak or tired. Call your doctor, they say, first point, bullet point, if you have unusual thoughts or behavior, anger, severe depression, thoughts of hurting yourself or others, or hallucinations occur from this drug, a tripla. Seizures can come from a tripla. Kidney problems, increased thirst, urination, muscle pain, or weakness can come from a tripla. A tripla also causes liver problems, which we've already summarized. Common a tripla side effects may include dizziness, drowsiness, nausea, diarrhea, headache, insomnia, rash, changes in the shape of your body, especially where the body locates fat, they write, especially in your arms, legs, face, neck, breast, and waist. 
Well, who doesn't want their entire shape changed? A triplo might do that for you. All you need is an STI or STD to get a triplo. Signs of new infection may occur from a tripla. Trouble speaking or swallowing with a tripla. Swelling in your neck or throat. Enlarged thyroid, they write, is a side effect of a tripla along with impotence and menstrual changes. The fifth drug is cefotox, cefotexime side effects. In emergency help, they write of all the same reasons as the other drugs. If you have hives, difficulty breathing, swelling in your face or throat, severe skin reaction. Then they write, cefotexime may cause serious side effects and call your doctor at once if you have any of these symptoms. Severe stomach pain and diarrhea that is watery or bloody. Even if it occurs months after your last dose, they write, this drug can hurt you so bad you might have these symptoms of severe stomach pain, diarrhea that is watery or bloody for months later after you stop it. Burning or skin changes where the injection was given. Dark urine or jaundice. Seizures. A fever. Chills. Tiredness. Easy bruising. I'm not sure about y'all, but do y'all think any of these are better alternatives than the rashes you get with STDs? Okay. Did you know there's 30 different bacteria, viruses, and parasites that are known to be transmitted through sexual contact? And did you know of those 30, there's only eight that are linked to the greatest incidence of sexually transmitted diseases? And of those eight, four of these, they say, are currently curable. Syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and trichomoniasis. Did you know also that four are viral infections, they say, that are incurable? Hepatitis B, which is actually curable, herpes simplex virus, which is also curable, and HIV, which is curable, and human papillomavirus, which is also curable. All right, so here we go. Now, we're going to go to commercial break, and we're going to come back because I'm going to dive into all the research studies in this final segment. I'm going to actually go through research studies and read the highlighted segments of them that prove once and for all that these viruses do not have to stay in your body, and they have proven that herbs, minerals, and vitamins will remove them from your body without a vaccine and without treatment. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. All right, healers, welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. This segment's being brought to you by the Dr. Artist Show and the Artist Club Experience. If you want to hang out with me every month, go up there and sign there, thedrartistshow.com. It's called the Artist Club Experience. Uh, also, I'm going to actually state that this section is being brought to you by two supplements at the Dr. Artist Show. It's called Foreign Protein Cleanse. It's a liquid uh, supplement that we made and released back in September of 2023. 
And you're going to learn in this segment, why does it so profound to be used? Now it's called foreign protein cleanse, my supplement, because all viruses on earth are called foreign proteins. So in order to protect all of you worldwide, we decided to call the product foreign protein cleanse, how to help your body cleanse foreign proteins out of your body. Also, this is being brought to you by the Dr. Artist Show, the Artist Club Experience, Foreign Protein Cleanse, my supplement, and our new microsomal calcium disodium EDTA. EDTA. You can get that at the thedrartistshow.com. All right, let's dive back into the presentations on STDs because you got to know what I found over the last several weeks in building out this presentation and doing my research into STDs. All right, the first thing, first thing I'm going to teach you guys about is... Uh, what's called EDTA. All right, so in 2019, sorry, 2018, published by Health and Human Services, they published a paper titled In the Lab Activity of EDTA in a substance they call TOL-463. Now, not to confuse you guys, but this is in a lab. They're studying the effects of EDTA, which is one of the things I have a supplement of at thedrrshow.com, and something they call TOL-463. Now, TOL-463 is actually the numbers for something you, they call boric acid. Probably heard of borax. This is boric acid. So they're studying in a lab the effects of EDTA and boric acid against, the title of the article is in the lab activity of EDTA and boric acid against gonorrhea bacteria. All right, so gonorrhea, which affects right now 82 million people worldwide. The very first sentence I'm going to share with you out of the research paper reads, gonorrhea, a commonly sexually transmitted bacteria pathogen, has progressively developed resistance to antibiotics that are recommended for gonorrhea treatment. This is from a paper by Unimo and Nicholas in 2012. Well, just want you all to know, that antibiotics are no are not the overuse of antibiotics are not creating antibiotic resistant bacteria. That is a fallacy and a lie worldwide. Antibiotics work against bacteria now they don't, and the reason for that is we shared at the Healing for the Ages conference. Me, Dr. Jana Schmidt, and Dr. Ely did a great job presenting all this. That they are using plasmids with genetic instruction in the DNA circular hula hoop called a plasmid. They have genes in them that when a bacteria, yeast, or a mammal cells, any cell in nature brings that plasmid inside of it, the plasmid has genetic instruction that they call the geneticists that make these plasmids. They put this genetic code in it that's, that is called anti, it's called antibiotic resistant gene. They are engineering bacteria to not die to their antibiotics. Why? So they can sell you new drugs, man. The antibiotics are off patent. They need to develop new drugs. They don't want to keep using cheap antibiotics. We can make a whole lot more money if we come up with something that's not an antibiotic. So let's make the bacteria in the world we've been treating for decades resistant and not affected by our current antibiotics. We can sell something much more expensive and better later. So that's what they've been working on. All right. I'm going to continue in this gonorrhea EDTA study. They said here, preliminary experience experiments identified one milligram for every milliliter of fluid with boric acid plus one milligram per milliliter of EDTA as the minimum inhibitory concentration for and against gonorrhea strains after 24 hours of co-incubation. 
So what they did is they took gonorrhea and they took boric acid and EDTA at this concentration, one milligram per milliliter of each, and they put it inside the little test tube with two strains of gonorrhea. And they found that after 24 hours of being in there, that was enough to destroy gonorrhea strains. Okay. Now, then they wanted to know, well, what had the biggest effect? Was it boric acid or EDTA? Furthermore, they noted that this is the very next sentence. Furthermore, one milligram for every milliliter of EDTA alone without boric acid completely inhibited both strains of gonorrhea. How many of you knew that EDTA, a supplement all by itself, was powerful enough to completely destroy gonorrhea? Then they state boric acid alone at concentrations they decided from one milligram per milliliter to up to 10 milligrams per milliliter was tested with no impact on growth of the gonorrhea bacteria. So the first test was let's mix boric acid and EDTA, put it in the petri dish with gonorrhea. When they put those two things in there, they figured out that at one milligram of both EDTA and one milligram of boric acid, when you mix those two together, throw it in the petri dish, it was able to inhibit the growth of gonorrhea bacteria cells within 24 hours of being in the mixed medium. And then the scientist wanted to know, which should have been the very next question they had in their mind, which would have been my question was, well, which one had the benefit? Was it boric acid or was it EDTA that we just threw in the test tube or was it the combination of both? So they did the next test. The next test was, let's just put EDTA in there by itself at one milligram per milliliter. They did that, and both strains of gonorrhea were completely destroyed. When they did boric acid alone, they tried one milligram per milliliter. Then they tried two milligrams, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way to ten. So just boric acid alone at ten different measurements. And that had no impact on the gonorrhea bacteria. Then they realized it was only the EDTA that had the benefit. So it says here that they continued to further characterize the antimicrobial effects and include and concluded that one milligram per milliliter of EDTA was sufficient. Interestingly, when they took this gonorrhea strain and EDTA alone uh, at early points, that it outperformed the EDTA did, outperformed three different antibiotics that they tested against the gonorrhea bacteria. EDTA all by itself. I have EDTA at the greatest technologically advanced absorption uh, technology called microsomal technology. Thanks to Dr. Ed Group and his team at globalhealing.com. They have helped me manufacture the greatest EDTA product on the planet. And this is one simple way you could help to reverse gonorrhea. It kills gonorrhea bacteria. Now, not only that for everybody listening here, but EDTA, did you know, is proven to actually reverse all side effects of a stroke even two years later. That's how incredible EDTA can be. There's many benefits to EDTA. You can learn all about those on the product page at thedoctorartistshow.com, spelled T-H-E-D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com. All right, now we're going to continue here because I told you that this segment's being brought to you by Foreign Protein Cleanse and my EDTA supplement. All right, so I'm now going to turn to the foreign protein cleanse. And the reason why I'm going to do this is because inside this product are hundreds of years of research of multiple plants and minerals and their impact on viruses and venoms. And anybody who knows who I am, you should know by now that the COVID-19 spike proteins were only snake venom components. 
And the historical definition of the word in Latin of the word virus means venom. So they're using venoms, making us sick, calling them viruses. Viruses are venoms. All right. So, well, in my opinion, they're venoms. You can call them whatever you want. But regardless, even if you don't think it's venom, listen to the rest of this. So I have a, a science paper here on in front of me called Licorice Licks the Herpes Virus Infection. That's the actual title. And it's in Science Daily, which is a very reputable online medical journal. The date is March 14, 2005. The source is from the Journal of Clinical Investigation. And these researchers demonstrate that a compound found in licorice called glycerohyzin acid can kill cells that are latently infected with Kaposi sarcoma-associated herpes virus. So they blame cancers, some called Kaposi sarcomas, on herpes virus. And they say the herpes virus can live inside of cells without you knowing and having any symptoms. And any of you at home listening to this radio show or in your car or wherever you are, uh, remember, if you've ever seen a cold sore blister on someone's lips, they will have those reoccur ever so often, usually annually, every few months or every year or so or every couple of years. You'll see this fever blister appear on the skin. But what we're told is that the virus that causes the cold sores is called herpes simplex virus and they state that it's always in your lips, in the nerve roots that supply sensation to your lips that you touch. Only when you become stressed or your immune system becomes challenged does the virus then move up the nerve and become non-latent. Latent means to just be dormant. So it's no longer dormant or hibernating. It comes to the surface like a bear in a cave during hibernation. It's going to come out during the spring. When the environment changes in the human body, the virus comes out of hibernation, goes to the surface of the skin, and creates a cold sore. All right. Licorice, they write here, licks herpes virus infection. And herpes is a supposedly sexually transmitted disease. In the paper, I would just like to highlight a few things here. Ornella Floor and colleagues from the New York University School of Medicine show for the first time in 2005, 20 years ago, that it's possible to interfere with herpes virus latency, hibernation by inhibiting the expression of the Kaposi sarcoma-associated herpes virus, abbreviated KSHV, and its latent genes. KSHV is the virus that is associated with Kaposi sarcoma, a disease characterized by tumors and tissues below the surface of the skin, often found in patients with AIDS and HIV. These investigators, they continue, demonstrate that a compound found in licorice root can kill cells that are latently infected with the herpes virus that causes Carposi sarcoma. Glycerohyzin acid inside of licorice root induces cell death by altering levels of proteins involved in latency like LANA, LANA, and V-cyclin, they state. Licorice root glycerohyzic acid, they state, can kill cells that have herpes virus in them. I just want you to know, organic licorice root with glycerohyzic acid is the second ingredient in my foreign protein cleanse. The very first ingredient in my foreign protein cleanse is called wildcrafted labellia. Now there's a paper from 2008 on pubmed.gov right now titled the efficacy of orally administrated labellia extracts on herpes simplex virus type one infection. Now this is this is exactly the same herpes they say is sexually transmitted. Foreign protein cleanse, very first ingredient is labellia. The title of this article is The Efficacy of Orally Administrated Labellia. Well, foreign protein cleanse has labellia in it, and it's a liquid extract. You're supposed to drink it or put it in capsules and swallow it. This is for oral administration. In the very first sentence of their summary of the paper, they write, 
extracts from lobelia significantly blocked herpes simplex virus type 1 replication in HELA cells without apparent toxicity of any kind. Lobelia wasn't toxic at all to the cell. Animals infected with human, sorry, herpes simplex virus 1 develop progressive herpes zoster lesions starting on day 2. Herpes zoster is shingles. So HS so herpes simplex 1 leads to within 2 days herpes zoster lesions. So you can have herpes simplex 1 and they're going to call it shingles. Then they continue in the summary. The herpes simplex 1 titers and DNA levels in ground skin samples were significantly reduced by by labellia. There was no toxic effect of labellia on liver and kidney functions at all. These results indicated that labellia was a potent inhibitor both in the lab and in the body of mammals at stopping the replication of herpes simplex virus. Ask your doctor if foreign protein cleanse is right for you. You can get it at thedoctorshow.com. All right, so now we have labellia is the first ingredient. Organic licorice root is the second ingredient. Organic lemon balm is like the fourth ingredient. I just want to take you through what I know about this one. 2008, PubMed published a paper titled Inhibitory Activity of Lemon Balm Extract on Herpes Simplex Virus Type 2 Replication. Remember these drugs I just went through, they all tell you they're designed to stop the replication of these sexually transmitted viruses, including HIV. Well, you don't need that. You have herbs and plants in nature that are already proven to do it. They're in foreign protein cleanse, for example. I try to make it easier for everybody. Didn't matter the virus, this foreign protein cleanse was not designed just for spike proteins of COVID. It will handle all viruses in the world, and it has ingredients in it that are proven to actually stop replication and help cure people of every virus on earth, all of them. I mean, all of them. It's not even a joke. All of them, to some degree, are impacted and improved by all the ingredients inside a foreign protein cleanse. All right, so 2008 paper. Lemon balm is used in folk medicine for nervous complaints, lower abdominal disorders, and more recently for treating herpes simplex virus lesions. This is in the medical literature. Lemon balm showed to reduce the cytopathic effect of herpes simplex virus 2 on Vero cells in the range of non-toxic concentrations, which is great. So lemon balm ones that talk toxic either to the mammals or the cells. Then they conclude, our experiments support the use of lemon balm for treating herpes simplex lesions and encourage clinical trials on this medicinal plant in 2008. Then in the same year, 2008, another published uh, uh, article on PubMed.gov, but published in the research journal Phytomedicine. Phyto means plant medicine. They published that lemon balm oil affects infectivity of enveloped herpes viruses. So, the antiviral effect they write of lemon balm oil, the essential oil of Melissa officinalis, the herb on herpes simplex virus, was examined. They found the inhibitory activity against herpes simplex virus type 1 and type 2 was tested in a lab on monkey kidney cells using a plaque reduction assay. At non-cell toxic concentrations of the lemon balm oil, plaque formation was significantly reduced by 98% for the HSV1 group and 97% for herpes simplex virus 2 groups. Higher concentrations of lemon balm oil abolished viral infectivity. In, sorry, <laughs> let me read that again. Higher concentrations of lemon balm oil abolished viral infectivity nearly completely. I have never seen a statement like that in any research paper ever. Lemon balm found in foreign protein cleanse proven at higher levels to abolish viral infectivity. 
All right, now I'm going to continue here. The next ingredient inside of our foreign protein cleanse, for example, is copper. Did you know there's a paper in the Journal of Virological Methods in 2020, January? They have a titled paper, Inhibition of Herpes Simplex Virus Type 1 by Copper Oxide Nanoparticles. Well, guess what I have in the, in the foreign protein cleanse? I have super concentrated liquid nano gold. Then I want to read you the statement. The concentration of copper was associated, I'm sorry, I'm talking about copper, was associated with 83% inhibition rate which was estimated based on the HSV-1, herpes simplex virus 1, viral load compared to virus control. We demonstrate that copper is associated with a significant antiviral potency against HSV-1. And that's in our foreign protein cleanse. The last ingredient in my foreign protein cleanse is super concentrated liquid gold. And in a paper in a journal called Molecules, they published a paper, Antiviral Effect of Gold Nanoparticles Against Herpes Simplex Virus Type 1 Infections. And they have tons of evidence supporting it. Now, in the last 30 seconds or minute, I want to rattle off some antiviral herbs that are potent and their doses at helping to cure most sexually transmitted infections. Number one, elderberry, candlindula, echinacea, garlic, astragalus, and licorice root. L-lysine at 1,000 milligrams three times a day. Lemon balm extract, even applied topically for healing. Vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams a day. Zinc, 30 milligrams twice daily. And then B-complex, 50 milligrams daily. B-vitamins help your body deal with stress and can prevent outbreaks. Now, zinc, I just want you all to know, for chlamydia. I have a supplement at my website. Zinc Plus is what it's called. Did you know they did a study with zinc and chlamydia patients and found that zinc, zinc, shot up in a douche, basically, in, in women who they already found the human papillomavirus that causes cancer, supposedly, and you need a Gardasil shot for. They took zinc in a liquid form, shot it up in the vagina twice a day, sorry, twice a week for 12 weeks only. And they found that zinc had a lethal effect all by itself on chlamydia. And they couldn't find chlamydia anymore inside the woman after just two doses twice a week for 12 weeks. How miraculous is that? Zinc plus is there. Immune C is there. I have a product called Doc Spiral Defense that includes zinc, selenium, like we talked about with HIV, N-acetylcysteine, quercetin, and betaine anhydrous. Phenomenal products. Real quick, a review of five different herbs for chlamydia. Golden seal, echinacea, garlic, oil of oregano, and probiotics have all been proven to help beat chlamydia. All right, looking for healing radio. Tune in tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Pacific. For looking for healing radio, join me, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Janice Schmidt, and Nicola Burnett every week, Monday through Friday, at Looking for Healing Radio. You do not need to struggle or worry about STDs. I'm Dr. Brian Artis. This is Looking for Healing Radio, and God bless you all. We'll see you next week.